Hi, uh, welcome to episode 3 of season 2 of The Barbershop with Shantanu, Razor's Edge. Uh, last week we saw Go Zero with Kiran and we made uh, a 50 lakh to 1 crore investment uh, in, in Go Zero as, as part of the entire investment group. And today we have two amazing founders with us. They're doing something in a field that I personally don't know much about, which is uh, medical R&D and medical devices. But thank God that we have Dr. Mandar Vaidya on the Equity Seeker panel with us. Um, one special question for you today. Uh, if you could name what is the breast reconstruction product uh, which these two amazing entrepreneurs have made and comment uh, in the comments below, then uh, one lucky winner will win a hamper from Bombay Shaving Company or Bombay. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Barbershop Razor's Edge. Uh, such a privilege to have you uh, and Serijan uh, with us today. Um, before we dive in, I think just wanted to give you a context of why we do, why we have taken Barbershop to a different format and kind of leveled it up significantly. I think season one was all about conversations with entrepreneurs and opening up the world of entrepreneurship and business building to our listeners. I think our second season is about not only opening up entrepreneurship, but taking it up one more step formally, which is to participate in uh, in, 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 in companies that are doing something spectacular. So we wanted to play a role in that in some small way. So partnering with amazing companies, we, uh, Mandar and Meghna will introduce themselves, of course, but uh, three of us represent 50 of our friends uh, who have okay. said ki hey, we would love to participate in companies' journeys um, with great entrepreneurs uh, doing amazing things. Um, uh, and capital is the easiest way to do it. Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's a lazy way to participate, but at least it's a first step. Uh, and one of the things that we want to do is people who are watching, uh, we want to encourage them to participate. So it may be starting up your own company, but if you don't have the bandwidth or if you feel like your risk appetite is not so high, at least do something entrepreneurial in your college or in your current job. Or if not, at least park some money with a friend who is going to be a business person and so on. Right. So Correct. for us, it's about influencing those small tiny steps for people or at least triggering their idea in their head mm. that being a part of the ecosystem is actually a very rewarding one. Mm. Something that I've personally experienced over okay. or all of us have experienced over, exactly. over the period of our lives. right? Yeah. So in front of you is a sheet of paper which kind of tells you who these 50 friends of ours are. Mm -hmm. uh, we are lazy capital deployers if you were to call it that but <laughs> we seek equity with amazing entrepreneurs like you. But over to Meghna and Mandar. Hi, I'm Meghna Narayan. I'm the co-founder of Wholesome Foods, uh, under which we have two brands, Slurp Farm, which is a kids' food brand, and Mile, uh, which is a brand that is going to take Indian millets to the world. Uh, I, like Shantaru, spent time at McKinsey, uh, actually like both of them. <laughs> and uh, before that, I used to swim. Uh, I'm an engineer by training, uh, and I have an MBA, and I live in uh, Gurgaon. Great. Hi, I'm Mandar Vaidya. I think I should begin my introduction in reverse especially for this <laughs> this team uh, a long Doctor. time back i actually uh, did my mbbs from jj okay. hospital and grant medical college in bombay so born and brought up there a complete uh, mumbai karana medical doctor. but then very quickly i did my mba and uh, switched over to the dark side i guess so i, I uh, the corporate side uh, so i was with mckinsey for 15 years during which time uh, i worked in the healthcare space uh, and mostly with hospitals as well as pharma companies 
Um, Poza in 2017 actually left, went on a short sabbatical, taught at a university, course of promoters and for the last four years I have now worked with uh, Oyo. Okay. Uh, currently I lead uh, Oyo's operations in Europe which is a vacation homes business. Uh, so that's what I do. I also live in Gurgaon like them uh, with Anita who is also a doctor, a pathologist. Uh, I met her in medical school in fact and my son Rishi and my parents. That's us really looking forward to this. It's exciting to meet uh, innovative <laughs> companies in the healthcare space. So really looking forward to uh, talking to you about it. Great to meet you Mandar and very interesting shift from MBBS <laughs> yes. to Oyo. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I am Dr. Anuya Nisar. I am uh, basically the founder of Serigen. Uh, I am a chemical engineer by training, did my PhD from IIT Bombay, Masters from University of Delaware. Uh, I also worked with GE Plastics for a few years uh, in their uh, R&D which is headquartered in Bangalore. And I have been a scientist at National Chemical Laboratory which is where we did most of the work before uh, Serigen was incorporated in 2015. Yeah, that's my background. Okay. Swati. And I'm Swati. Uh, by training, I'm a life sciences person. So I have a PhD in life sciences from University of Pune. Um, I always wanted to do something entrepreneurial. So be, after I submitted my thesis, I was working with one of the startups, which did not go very far. Mm. And then I shifted to academia. I been a, I've been instrumental in setting up some courses and being professor, associate professor, but fire in the belly was still there that I want to do this. And then <laughs> we met and I'm also co-founder of uh, Sirijan. At this point, you can see it from the facial expressions of uh, Mandar, Meghna and myself that we are already very peaked and our interest is very high. The reason for this is that these two founders are very different from the usual founders that you would see, right? They're much older, far more experienced. They're both women and they're scientists. So they have both done their PhDs, which requires a very different mindset. Academics are very different in their approach to business building and work in general. They take a lot of time and are very detail oriented and deep in their research. So at this point, we were very excited to see what they have built and worked on and spent their time doing. Uh, we want to go through the the document, we can do that. Sure. Seri in Latin means anything that is lustrous, that is shiny. So it's like a synonym for the word silk. So silk, as we all know, is a very uh, uh, royal fabric which has dominated our textile market for more than several centuries, right? Um, what we have done is we have developed medical devices which are solving challenging problems in the healthcare sector using this same material. So to tell you uh, very briefly about a technology platform, uh, we work with the same silkworm silk that is used in the textile industry. Mm. So the silk thread, uh, this is like the starting material that we procure from our farmers. The same material he would also supply to make some of the silk saris or the silk lungis and so on and so forth, right? So uh, interestingly, the silk thread has also been used to stitch wounds. And mm. you as a doctor yeah. would know about silk sutures which are available in the market for more than 100 years. What has changed in the last couple of decades is a protocol to actually convert the silk thread into a solution. So this solution can then be structured into different three-dimensional shapes. Like we can make blocks out of it. We can make pellets out of it. We can make microparticles out of it. And at Serigen, we have protocols by which we can very precisely control the 
porosity in these blocks so what are the pore sizes what are how interconnected the pores are and because of that we can also control the mechanical properties which means that i can make this thread into something that is as hard as your bone or i can also make it into something that is very soft like a cartilage tissue so like your ear is a cartilage right yeah. so uh, that is the uniqueness of the technology plus i can also uh, control the rate at which it is going to dissolve in your body so this is a material if you implant inside into your body it can dissolve in few months or it can dissolve over 2 years now this is very interesting because yeah. when a surgeon wants to repair let's say a damaged tissue or a damaged organ if he uses this material he wants to match the rate of this degradation to the rate of the new tissue yeah, or the repair that is forming yeah. and today there is no other platform in terms of any natural materials or synthetic materials that can give you this entire span that it can dissolve in few weeks to couple of years so that is the uniqueness of the technology we have published this in several high impact international review uh, journals and the technology is also protected by patents which have now been granted in india us europe and also in uh, japan so uh, at cerigen we actually leverage this technology platform to develop a variety of different products uh, i'm going to let swati talk about our flagship product serios uh, which is for bone uh, healing the flagship product as anya said is about uh, filling the bone voids and this can be formed because of multiple reasons there could be very bad fractures or trauma which can powder the bone and you have to remove that entire part of the bone or there could be cysts there could be cancer so unlike the hairline fractures which we are used to um seeing and we know that just by putting a cast they can heal on themselves these large cavity fractures do not heal on themselves and you need to provide a scaffolding material for the new bone to form because rest of the cells the environment is already there but what the bone needs is that the scaffolding material which has to have correct mechanical properties as anuya mentioned it should have the porosity the mechanical properties which are matching to the bone that is what we have done uh, what surgeons have been doing so far is something called autografting that is taking your own bone from other part of the body sure. which obviously means that there are two surgeries and more pain but it works well in the new bone growth however in certain cases it is just not possible to harvest that much bone say pediatric patients children and cancer patients you can't have that much of bone uh, then there was uh, development of synthetic options for that and most of the synthetic options that are available today are based on ceramics and these ceramics have um, been very useful but there are certain limitations also so what we are trying to do here is come up with a material that is working as well as autograft is a true replacement of autograft and is not, is also synthetic you don't have to take autographs so that's where um, serios Uh, our bone graft material is it can be given in various forms we have been able to develop uh, pellets of various size wedges various size cylinders and powder putty etc depending on the surgery the surgeon can choose what is the what is the size and shape that they are going to need and we also have for this uh, done lot of uh, in vitro and in vivo study before we went to humans and we have shown that what is the advantage like one thing is that when we are saying that it is behaving like an autograft what does it do 
so it should provide bone the right environment and how do you assess that one of that i am showing here is that a marker called alkaline phosphatase we have shown that it is 2x as compared to the other uh, other products that are competing in uh, hmm. market these are all ceramic based products which are competition competition to us and same is the case with other markers also which is not shown here another interesting thing that was we have observed is that uh, when you use ceramic based marker uh, ceramic based materials there is likelihood of getting some complications like secondary fractures we have shown in our animal studies that when cereos was implanted our material the animals did not have even single fractures whereas in 50% of animals who were implanted with other materials had fractures secondary fractures so that is another hurdle that we have been able to come over so we shown that it is safe and biocompatible it has 2x uh, bone formation capacity and with this we went to our um, indian fda that is cdso uh, sought the permission to conduct clinical trials and uh, we got permissions to conduct uh, first stage of clinical trials that is for 10 patients and that is to establish safety in humans now which we have completed and i'm happy to share that dr chetan pradhan at uh, sancheti hospital which is one of the largest hospitals trauma hospitals in uh, western area he has led the trial it happened at sancheti and we had good results for all 10 patients we have seen good bone formation we have seen uh, return of the functionality as dr chetan pradhan has mentioned he has seen good functional uh, rehabilitation of the patients that was very interesting so now with this we are going ahead to the next level of the trials that is called pivotal that is what we are currently working on to add to what swati has said we are actually the world's first company to successfully use silk in bone repair so complete mm. yeah. a clinical study <laughs> and proved the safety of using silk in bone repair so all the silk was used as sutures for more than 100 years uh, there is no data to show that it can be used in a bone uh, repair uh, so so all the competition brands you've listed are not silk brands none of them yeah So, so they are ceramic and they are yeah. mostly ceramic based uh, people are working on different uh, materials based on different polymers they're also looking at blends or mixes of polymers and ceramics some metals like magnesium are also finding a lot of use in bone repair uh, but compared <clears> to all the alternatives that are used today these are listed i mean these are globally preferred materials that were used as competitors during the testing and we've been able to show that in all bone repair parameters we are outperforming them by a factor of 2 so That's been Amazing. very incredible in all patients. Uh, this was an aha moment. I think um, Swati and Anuya are building something very complicated and very difficult to do, which is how any inventive or super innovative company usually is. It has a long gestation period, so there is expertise that is needed across three levels. Number one expertise needed is in the product itself, which is the science, the technology, and development. In this case. from silk to something that can be inserted in a human body by a surgeon and can perform uh, better than the current competition second is converting the science into a practically useful application i was blown away by how well um, anuya and swati actually thought about the usage and the practicality of their science it's not easy and it's a non trivial thing to do because sometimes scientists get wedded to the to the to the to the theory and to the concept rather than to the applicability I think the third which is not uh, which which I was looking forward to as 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 they continued their showcase was to think more about 
how once they are able to prove the practicality then how it goes forward but to see uh, validation from uh, you know a, a doc a senior surgeon at a hospital like sancheti was for me a big aha moment besides serios we also have two more products actually and uh, like serios is in soft tissue regeneration uh, heart tissue regeneration we also have a product for soft tissue regeneration if you recall anuya's first slide where she mentioned that the science that we have been able to develop is to kind of convert the silk solution into the suitable forms for various tissue requirements so this is for soft tissue regeneration which is called serimat and um, this can be used for reconstruction of uh, multiple hernias uh, abdominal wall reconstruction vaginal wall reconstruction and breast reconstruction after mastectomy and the first use case that we identified was breast reconstruction after mastectomy for which the clinical trials are ongoing again oh. and the third one and this is, is the same absorption profile uh, it's faster absorbing as compared to serios hmm. now because yeah that uh, is the beauty will, the of the wall healing will be faster so that's the beauty of using the silk platform hmm. because uh, in bone you really wanted to uh, you know have a delayed regeneration so the first 6 months serios does not degrade in the body just stays there supports the natural environment the natural cells to proliferate and deposit the bone post 6 months to about 18 to 24 months you'll that's see that it slowly degrades while your natural bone comes to full strength whereas over here we have different materials it's actually a composite of different type of silk if you can say so it's a uh, the same silk but different crystallinity in the silk and because of that i can tune the way it is going to absorb so oh. some part of it goes away really fast as your soft tissue forms but you also need mechanical properties to That's be retained over time repair, you would require that correct yeah. so it will do that and it uh, so it has like if you can say like a bimodal uh, dissolution in the body so very interesting yeah and then uh, coming to seridum which is unlike these two products which go inside your body and only are in the in the surgery and stay there uh, seridum is a advanced wound dressing and uh, this is when we saw that uh, there are uh, so many uh, patients with say diabetic foot ulcers or any kind of chronic wounds which are really difficult to heal and the conventional ways of dressing it is using uh, involve use of cotton gauze somewhere and we know that cotton gauze sticks we know that it is painful to remove but the pain is not only at the perception level it also is disrupting the uh, actually recovery of the wound so what we have been able to generate is something that is non adherent it does not stick to the wound at all it is absorbent so water exudate the water that is coming out of uh, the wound is absorbed here that mm. is transpired so that appropriate moisture is retained at the wound and this appropriate moisture actually helps healing of the wound faster and uh, here again we have done lot of comparative study and we have shown that we are indeed healing way faster than another competition uh, competitive products that are in the market which are being sold for the same uh, reason now this can be used in say second degree burns uh, then the pressure ulcers that we commonly know and know as uh, bed sores right then the diabetic foot ulcers these are the wounds where it is highly useful um we have been able we have actually started manufacturing this and this product is in now market we have a facility in pune where small pilot facility where we manufacture 
which is certified uh, as ISO 13485, which is an international standard for quality management of medical devices. So we have the certification and here is where we manufacture it currently at pilot scale. And we have done our first institutional sale recently. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. So, um, if you look at our current product portfolio, uh, Serios is catering to heart tissue like bone. Serimat is catering to soft tissue like muscle. We have Seriderm, which is the external wound healing products. We have two implantable devices, products that are going inside into the body. These are high-risk devices. We have Seriderm, which is an external device, which is like a wound dressing, which you will continue to dress for a few months as it heals, right? So this portfolio actually demonstrates the power and versatility of the technology platform to cater to various disciplines in medicine. This is just a representative thing. So similar problems are there in various sectors. Like we are catering today to orthopedics, we are catering to skin, we are also catering to cancer. Yeah. But there is a possibility and we have a product pipeline below where we can cater to several other challenges in uh, repair or regeneration of uh, tissue. Which means that Cerigen is going to be a strong contender to capture this global tissue regeneration market, which is used to expect at $9 billion in 2020. It's growing with a CAGR greater than 14%. Uh, US is today 50% of the market, uh, but Asia Pacific, APAC is actually the fastest growing ma market in the world today for tissue regeneration. One of the most important things for founders to understand is the size of the market that they are uh, going to target or capture. It's called target addressable market. In this case, uh, what was again amazing uh, and was a huge, huge tick the box was one was uh, uh, their understanding of of the of the market itself, and second was the fact that they could service a global market sitting out of India with their facilities in India, which is amazing because if you can make in rupees and sell in dollars. There is a margin profile you can develop for your business that is by 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 design extremely uh, extremely healthy and 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 profitable, right? So uh, for me again, this was this was a pretty cool moment where it was a large market, most of it sits in the US and could be serviceable out of India. So to quickly summarize what we have told you so far is that we have taken uh, we are working on three products. We have taken them from an idea stage, a prototype stage, through animal tests. In all the three products, we have established that they are safe for use. All these studies were done as per ISO 10993, which is a global biocompatibility standard. What that means is that the same data can be submitted to either a US FDA or to CE to secure yeah. approvals for sales in those uh, countries as well, right? Uh, Serios and Serimat are under clinical trial, both these products. Serios clinical trial, like Swati mentioned, is being led by Dr. Chetan Pradhan, who is the uh, medical assistant medical director at uh, Sancheti Hospital, India's largest leading hospital. Uh, Serimat clinical trials are being led by Dr. Jayanti Thumsi uh, at Apollo Hospital, again India's largest private chain of hospitals. Uh, she's an experienced oncosurgeon with more than 3,500 breast cancer surgeries uh, done. Uh, and extremely passionate that such kind of a product is needed in the market. Mm. Uh, to share some of the experiences that we have spoken to with um, various oncosurgeons, um, you know when they do this surgery, just like for bone, they are taking material from the hip and implanting it. In a breast cancer patient also, there is a muscle implant that is taken from the back of the patient. Yeah. So you are actually doing two surgeries on the patient, which means that it is a very long surgical procedure, right? And for 
a doctor, for example, in Tata Memorial, she would typically do about two surgeries per week. Because in addition to that, she has her OPDs and other uh, things that she has to manage. So for a, a patient, there is about a four to six month wait if you opt for getting an on surgery done or a breast reconstruction surgery done, right? So using Cerimat is actually reducing from two surgeries to one surgery. It reduces the surgeon's time. And if you can bring in, so you're bringing in better uh, value, not only for the surgeon in terms of the time that is reduced, but also for the patient because there's no permanent scar, additional scar that is created. Your rehabilitation, recuperation is much faster there, right? So Seriterm, we have done a regional launch in the India market in early 22. We are working with three or four hospitals in the Pune region. And we also have individual uh, uh, customers at small clinics where we are also supplying this. Uh, in the market. So our go-to market strategy includes bringing on board key opinion leaders for each product. So for Ceriderm, for example, we are working with some of the um, KOLs uh, right, uh, in the Mumbai region as well as in the Pune region. And the idea here is that they should be able to talk about the product in conferences and this so that we are able to leverage on uh, this and build a nice customer base for us in all these cities. Our target segment is super and multi-speciality hospitals in tier 1 cities uh, in the beginning. Uh, we were also uh, developing our national sales team. Uh, we are actually in talks with a person who could actually come at a co-founder level and lead the national sales for all the three products beginning with Ceridum immediately. But we are also talking to partners and who could be uh, distributors for us and uh, I mean, it could be national as well as in Bangladesh and Nepal, these kinds of uh, countries. Our products are priced at a premium, reflecting the value that we are bringing both for the patient as well as the uh, surgeon. So the idea here is that we've already launched Ceridum in the Indian market. We'll take Serios and Cerimat through the regulatory and the clinical trials and launch them over time in the Indian market as well. While we set up distributor channels also for the same. US is definitely our next target market because for all the tissue regeneration products, it's about 40 to 50 percent of the global market is in the US. Uh, so we are planning. In fact, we've already initiated some discussions with US FDA and that would be the next target market for us. Asia Pacific would also be the next. So the idea here is over the next three years to build volume and brand for the company. With this um, go-to-market strategy, it will fuel and power our uh, aggressive growth plans, which includes a more than 2.5x growth for the company over the next three years. Uh, so far, we have actually raised about 8.5 crores, which is about a million dollars. This has come through angel investment. We have about uh, 4.5 crores in angel investment. Uh, we as founders are extremely passionate and committed to the idea. So we've put in our funds as well. And uh, very proud to say that we've also raised about three crores in grants. This mm. has come from a um, uh, lot of government approved prestigious competitive grants uh, where the idea was evaluated by national experts and it came right from the idea stage. So all three products have been supported through grants at different stages of development. Uh, what we're looking for today is four crore investment uh, of which we already have commitments for part of it. Uh, this will essentially achieve all the target milestones of clinical studies for Serios and Serimat. It will help us ramp up the sales for Seriderm. Uh, we are also in the process of filing new patents around mainly Seriderm and Serimat, the two other products. 
and we are also looking to build and expand on the team. As I mentioned, one of that is a key player on the sales uh, and marketing. Uh, to tell a little bit more about the team, um, uh, I and Dr. Premnath are basically chemical engineers by training. Uh, we have in the past developed medical devices and not only from an idea state but have also transferred technologies. So there is an expertise, in-house expertise in developing medical devices. Uh, one of the products that Dr. Premnath has uh, developed was licensed to Zimmer which is a global uh, medical device company. And even today it is implanted in more than 100,000 patients annually. So there are more than 10 million patients who have been implanted with the material that he has developed. And while both of us are engineers by training, Swati brings in the complementary skill sets from the life science uh, domain to the company. We've been supported by an eminent board of advisors, which includes medical device industry experts. Uh, Ravi, for example, was uh, the Indian vice president of sales and marketing for one of the companies which was acquired by uh, uh, Smith and Nephew. Uh, we have people from regulatory, we have people from scientific insights, we have clinicians and we also have angel investors and serial entrepreneurs themselves who have been mentoring us on our business strategy as well as the sales strategy. Uh, we've been recognized through various awards. Uh, we've been recipient of several grants, as I mentioned. Uh, we have a national award for polymers in public healthcare from Department of Chemicals and Petrochemicals. Uh, we were the national winner of Thai Women Global Empower competition that was held last year. Uh, we've been finalists at national bioentrepreneurship uh, competitions and multiple other fellowships from both Indian as well as uh, foreign. Shan, uh, happy to talk to you more about uh, products and the company. Uh, this is one of the best, uh, most articulate, sharp uh, company showcases that I have ever been a part of, not only in the barber shop but outside. I think Dr. Anuya and Dr. Swati started with their introductions what is the product and what is the innovation that they have made the exact usage of that in terms of both scientific as well as commercial then they have spoken about the go-to market which is how they're going to commercialize it at scale they've spoken about how they have kind of gotten patents what is the process um, and their projections for the future and are very clear about what is their ask from an equity uh, investment standpoint to talk about how dr premnath and dr anuya have built a device before that has been inst uh, you know installed in 10 million patients itself lent a lot of credibility to their current efforts so for uh, for me it was it was very uh, very cool to see i think the two concerns or the two areas that we wanted to dive dive, uh, dive deeper on were number one is how are we going to commercialize this product and this uh, innovation at a global level Pharma sales is not easy and especially for people who don't have the relevant scientific, uh, don't have the relevant commercial uh, expertise and who are scientists at heart, how will they do it? And number two is long gestation period, right? So many years to get approvals and licenses and so on. So how does the company sustain itself financially uh, as, it, as it takes out this time? So those are the two, I think, areas where we were kind of wanted to dive deep. But at this point, I think at least I was uh, very impressed uh, and was actually very excited about uh, seeking equity in Serijan. Thank you so much, Anuja and Swati. But I think uh, I'm sure Mandar has been taking copious notes <laughs> <laughs> to see Mandar's medical like side come out. I'm, very, I'm kind of I'm kind of yeah. looking at him to to guide us on on understanding yeah. understanding the business better. No, firstly, we are privileged to uh, yeah. see a group of scientists uh, yeah. getting into business. It's amazing. So thank you, uh, thank, thank you for you. coming here. Um, you know. I, 
your strength as you have clearly laid out is in R&D and innovation. Okay. Have you considered, you seem to be going towards uh, sales and distribution and branding and all of that yourselves is what you've spoken about. Correct. Have you considered remaining an R&D engine only mm-hmm. and the uh, and out licensing as a forever mechanism of growing the business? Have you thought about it? Because yeah. look, the fact is that the Smith and Nephews and Metronics and Zimmers of the world will always uh, win short sprints. So my next question is going to be how many others have silk in their pipeline? Yeah. I'm sure there must be some. Yeah. And considering the millions that they can put behind their product, if they decide that that is the next big thing, they will win. Okay. Uh, and sometimes in this game, then it is about saying, you know, our passion is in R&D, which seems to me that it is. Mm-hmm. And say, we will keep innovating. We will uh, keep coming up with new applications of silk. Let us not, you know, uh, get distracted by mm-hmm. now selling to, uh, you know, the Fortises and the Apollos of the world. Let us just focus on this. We will have a champion regulatory person who will keep getting clinical trials done mm-hmm. with USFD and with India. And then let's give it to the Medtronics mm-hmm. of the world to sell it. And we make the big bucks because they pay us for the license. Right. Have you thought about that as an alternative? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, I mean, this is a question that we get asked very often. I can uh, and uh, we have also been thinking about it uh, since quite a few years now, uh, since we have been working. But um, if we uh, look at uh, the medical device industry and if you look at the statistics, both not only in India, but globally. So, India, for example, we do not have too many cases where a highly innovative product was acquired by a Medtronic or right, something well, like yeah. that, especially in okay. case like implantable devices, right? So, uh, but if you look at the global scenario, uh, what we, the very common trend that you will see is people develop a product, they do the clinical trials, they launch it in their local market and post which about 10 to 12 years in the company. Get so, when up. there is about uh, data to show that the material has been implanted in patients for five to six years, there is, hasn't been any risk, it is picking up in the market, there is a significant market share that the startup has acquired. That is when typically the J&Js and Medtronics and Zimmers of the world start uh, getting interested uh, in that. So we are open to uh, strategic investments as well as JVs and things as it comes along. The idea here is to definitely build value for the shareholders in the company. So if that is the path that gives maximum value and maximum growth for the company, I think we will be open to that. Uh, that will happen over the next few years. But uh, as of now, I think it is for us to take it forward. You know, the, and no, I so, so firstly, fully agree. And that's a very insightful answer. I think in some ways, pharma is today where maybe med devices will be in 10 years in Correct. this context, mm-hmm. which is that today, uh, the global pharma giants look to early stage investments. Mm-hmm. But 20 years ago, they would also wait mm-hmm. until saying, mm-hmm. let it be in the market for a while, let there be more evidence than you'll see. But today they're willing to place bets. They will place 20 early stage investments, hoping that five of them Bad. succeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think one key question uh, for Serigen is going to be, you know, as and when global giants start taking these early stage bets, how can Serigen be at the forefront of their mind? Because I think the kind of trigger growth that that can create, Definitely. Will, to be very honest, be quite difficult to uh, replicate uh, growing within India because as you said, 50% of the market, but yeah. 80% of the profits 
yeah. are in the US. So 50% Correct. you are talking about uh, revenue. Correct. But when you boil down to margins, it's 80%. Mm. True. And the reason is it's an insurance driven patent protected it's industry. A different, uh, this is neither insurance driven nor the, the only other question I had and I'm, I'm quite excited on many counts is apart from the specialty uh, differentiation that you spoke of, there is one very important other differentiation which is elective versus non-elective. This is a very important distinction that Mandar made which I realized when he made it which was um, US is an insurance driven market which is when, when, when a patient who is injured goes through surgery or goes through uh, treatment insurance covers it. So the price sensitivity of the patient herself or himself is much lower. They are okay to take take even expensive treatment because insurance covers it. India is only a 18% insurance covered market. That's the number. So 82% people are still paying out of pocket for these kind of uh, either for the surgeries or for the implants or for treatment. So when that is the case price sensitivity goes up. In a highly price sensitive uh, market like India uh, it obviously is a headwind for companies like this to scale. So Mandar's point around uh, taking on the US first and then kind of moving uh, to India made uh, made a lot of sense because of just uh, purely who was taking on the load of, of the treatment costs. And from what
this was for me a big revelation and quite shocking to be honest. Uh, when a patient suffers from breast cancer uh, and the cancerous tissue has to be removed, uh, which is the mastectomy, uh, a part of the breast or sometimes the entire breast has to be removed. So reconstructing it obviously is a part of the treatment in my mind, uh, but um, insurers and regulators uh, calling it a cosmetic surgery uh, was was which in my mind was of course was very shocking. Thankfully, uh, it now is a part of the cover and uh, and gets covered under under Serigen's um, uh, approach to 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 the device that they have made as well.
not in India but outside. I think just the ability to, I think marketing becomes a very different game compared yeah. to, for example, what we do, Correct. right? More large conferences, mm. bringing doctors together, yeah. really educating them because this is innovation and invention. And honestly, for them, it's a huge risk to do something first time. So, Correct. how yeah. do you take them on that journey? I think the skill is very different from a R&D science skill. It's a commercial yeah. yes. astuteness skill. It's a behavioral then understanding. Cannot agree there's more actually, with you, There's <laughs> actually another market as well in this, which we haven't spoken about, which is the government market. Yeah. Yes. And I was just True. thinking that if what you want to build is volume, yeah. Mm. In order to attract the attention of the JNJs and the Medtronics of the world. Yeah. Although I hope their R&D head is watching us. That will be amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah. Uh, I'm sure you again know this, but selling to the, selling to a BJ yeah. will do different. for your brand. A, it is very different, but it can get you the volumes 10x faster because B, BJ yeah, Nikhil, uh, next uh, JJ will be in 9, then Correct. Games will want to know, Jipmer will want to know what's going True. on. And then yeah. that network can catch fire very quickly. Correct. Selling there is totally different, entirely different. Yeah. Is it different? Uh, like It's more time consuming or is it different? It's different for two reasons. Uh, uh, one is that it's a government business, so it's a tender-based uh, process. And it doesn't, how to recognize innovation is not very well documented. Anything that has a regimented process yeah. will struggle to determine innovation, right? Yeah. By definition, correct. It's not meant for mm. innovation to come through. That's one. B is that there are of course thought leaders uh, who work in these. Uh, India's best doctors work in the government hospitals. So on the one hand, that's why I say that it's a great way. Because yeah. once you have someone, let's say, if the head of ortho in Ames yeah. says that this is the thing, or someone in True. BJ says this is the thing, then mm. it will go faster because correct. all their students, correct. Yeah. all the fresh orthopedicians are going to say this is what we used in college. Uh, in college. college. So we to use True. This. Yeah. But true. getting that through will require you to be a part of that network. Then before you know it, the uh, India's Association of Orthopedicians yeah. will need correct. to bless it. That yeah. the board of the Indian Association of Orthopedicians yeah. will yeah. need to. So that's a different route to take. Yes. Mm. More uh, uh, bumpy. But if you get through, then it will give you uh, bigger returns. So, and good news, it doesn't have to be either or. Right? A, good, a good salesperson in the healthcare space will know yeah. uh, how to operate in both. Yeah. So, for Ceridum, for example, definitely government hospitals is a huge one. It is yeah. uh, definitely on our radar next. So, while we started with private things, like, yeah. we are in fact doing some of those registrations uh, for uh, getting into the, the government, government hospitals yeah. and all those things. We are in that process. And the second thing that you mentioned about the conferences. Yes. So, mm -hmm. in fact, um, in the last uh, month, month, we have um, launched Ceridum in one of the Asia-Pacific platform of Diabetic Foot Specialist Conference at Goa. So, right. that's that's what the platform we use because what right place than that because, yeah. you know, people get to know. Yeah, there were about 100, 150 surgeons there. <laughs> you get to interact yeah. and project your this. So, we did that and I think that uh, kind of conferences are definitely of great value. for them. Also, I think um, uh, just from a, from a construct standpoint, how much capital do you think you will need over the next, not just this round, but maybe five years or so? Have you thought about yeah. how, how much money is needed to build out what you have imagined to build? Yeah. So, this uh, 4CR is essentially going to take us uh, through the next uh, 15 to 18 months. That is the projection that we have. Uh, post which in late 23 or early 24, we intend to do a $3 million raise, which will cater to setting up our own facility, 
uh, for launch of Serios and Serimat in the market. Plus expansion on our existing pilot uh, facility for Seridum because by then I think Seridum would have also uh, been able to catch some of the major, for example, if the government hospitals come on board, I think we will need. So the current facility is a pilot facility. Uh, so $3 million till about 20, 2025 is our estimate for the is, is, is manufacturing like do you require to invest equity capital in manufacturing or can you can you take loans and build it out? Um, yeah. For example, for I don't so, know about you, but at least in our businesses, we typically keep it super asset light. But is this if this is difficult to manufacture, then it makes sense yeah. to have capital. We would need to, we will have to set up our own manufacturing facility. So that is definitely going also, to be IP required. Also, IP is going yeah. to be real yeah. tight. So really yeah. Manufacturing tight. goes out yes. of hand before you hit the US. Ah. You don't want to. Yeah. 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 And also the control of the environment is also very critical. Here. For medical so, devices. No, I, agree yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. No, I, had a, I had a very uh, more, more very mono, uh, yeah, no, very very not. narrow view of manufacturing given. No, sorry, it's not so. <laughs> <laughs> or saving foams or uh, yes, I completely take my question back fully. Wouldn't I completely agree? I think you will need you will yeah. need to keep it very close. Yeah. To Amazing. Um, Do you have a valuation in mind? We heard you on the four CR and part of it coming from us. Yeah. What kind of so. Can you go ahead? We can chat. Can you chat? Yeah. Can you, we can, haan, can you give us just two minutes? Yeah, sure, sure. Amazing, yaar. Amazing. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And by the way, you're not really Maharashtra until you call it BJ Medical College. BJ. <laughs> BJ and his AZ. <laughs> BJ is like, okay, you're, you're kind five, of five, five versions of course. Five, you spent too well, long. It is not this. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, when, when Toshan came, Toshan was very clear about this. I'm going to be Marathi Mounders all the way. It's perfect. It's it's a a high, perfect. Yes. But yeah, coming down, look, I think uh, I'm excited as you can see. Huh. Um, but I think uh, they have a difficult journey ahead. Correct. So I'm excited for two, three reasons. Firstly, I think seeing a group of scientists uh, of this pedigree innovating out of India, I feel like yeah. we must. Correct. It's almost like a, a you know, emotion-driven yeah. investment also to some extent. The good news is that they seem to have thought about uh, all the hurdles. They have thought about USFDA. They have thought about why not now to USFDA. Yeah. They are right about them needing to see evidence in the market. Someone in one of these companies needs to, it, it needs to catch their eye to say, yeah. Wo they're right about this, but getting it there is easier said than done. I agree. Uh, and my big worry for them, which we can talk about when they come back, is that they will get so distracted by trying to make it big in India, mm. that they'll take their eye off two balls. One is the US. US yeah. Second is they are an R&D factory. Yeah. I yes. want them to just do R&D. Yeah. That's why they're going to create value. Agree completely. Sales wills, other people will get No, no. That's why they have to find you somebody know? else to do that. So they have to. And I almost to imagine that. that was, they that almost have to see it in the way the marketing is. Huh? Yeah. Very scientific way to do the marketing. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I can almost imagine that they almost create two companies. Yeah. There is one company which is yeah. a sales and marketing company. Yeah. Which they say that you are going to Because you have to R&D. We don't want to spend even two minutes yeah. in this. We want we, to prepare for USFDA. Get them into the trial design. You know, prepare for that. 
really create new stuff is going to take longer right see this thing but is going to sputter it's not for a, five years. there's not going to be uh, a venture capital uh, they should yeah. never take venture yeah. capital like this is not completely. a venture capital play right i completely agree. to me they will sputter for 5 years yeah. and then they will either explode or there will be a lot of energy if yeah. they explode they can truly explode isko agar metronics smith and nephew jnj if they pick this up then this can be a 90% yeah. 95% gross margin business uh, running billion millions and selling by itself i agree to kuch karne ka i think so my initial view on this company also is and this like it comes from a maybe it's an r&d thing maybe it's an age thing maybe it's a gender thing the ambition is very conservative yeah like in 2024 we will raise 3 million dollars on a business that is post launch in a large market where us is 80% of the profit pool i cannot imagine like i imagine this but that's team, because they know how to do r&d they don't know how to do selling right, right? imagine so it's a this team with masan ritesh yeah. huh oh. imagine <laughs> this team with masan ritesh yeah. which is what masan did with fitbit no he took fitbit bunch of scientists and said both there's a commercial opportunity that yeah. can be capitally with capital kind of explored so they will need that And and Shantanu, the new Masa. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, not like, but that, I think the it's a mindset thing that yeah. is needed. No, but I'm I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I'm going to spend time with them. I think that, that I'm very I, clear. I think that's very clear. I think we should start our pitch on that. If we decide to invest, huh. yeah. then even if they don't like it, I want to spend time with them <laughs> because I feel like you know you've got something here. You know, yes. let, let please. Yes. I, let me tell you ten things. Don't do them, but I want to at least come and tell you. Even Dr. Premnath, who sits out of MIT, very like very sorted, academic mind, has done this before. So he'll he's you'll enjoy spending time. It's a very intellectually stimulating group of people, yeah. and it's not typical India founder, right? Fatah, 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 fatah. No. Build and flip. Been around for a while. That, government that's branch. That's what to me is so exciting. Because there's so much to learn from just saying you know, yeah. get the innovation right. Yeah. Uh, it took us some time to unwrap uh, and kind of make sense of of the company because it was a complex problem that they were solving. The answer was not intuitive, and obviously it was it was very different from the companies that we have typically seen in uh, you know in India R and D. True blue R and D businesses are few and far between. But thank God we had Mandar with us. Um, I think that the the big question there was. how do we really think about long gestation periods capital requirement for long gestation periods and then commercialization of the business i think the choice between being an r&d engine which keeps licensing businesses to larger companies like jnj and uh, smith and nephew and so on is one option or to really hold these silk based device products close and then own the commercialization in a vertical stack which is a call dr anuya and dr um, swathi have taken Uh, was something that we were kind of uh, there are two big areas for us that we we were discussing as in commercialization is going to be a non non trivial non trivial challenge for sure but i think at the end of it um, we we realized that uh, this is the kind of business that 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 will have massive outcomes if it survives and stays on course that has been planned for the next 5 years so i think just participating just made a lot of sense what kind of checks do you want to put in 
I don't think we should go overboard. I think यहाँ पे risk significant है. For a minute I keep the emotion away. It yeah. is a significant risk and delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. I don't think we should go overboard. If we go by your earlier thought of between fifty to one roughly, huh. I would say lower than fifty. Yeah. So fifty. Yeah. I was thinking fifty actually. Fifty or lower. Yeah. And we should tell them that frankly, this is not going to answer your capital thoughts, but hopefully we can. you know firstly uh, also emotionally we want to be part of an innovation journey of a group of scientists coming from india bringing something to the world uh, but i think completely rationally as well there is clearly innovation in this product uh, and so even as we think commercially this does represent a great opportunity uh, to invest in an early stage product thank you having said that there are two kinds of challenges which we uh, foresee i also did want mm-hmm. to outline those uh, i think one is as i described you have almost like a two step innovation journey one step for india then demonstrate volume then second step for us which we will uh, you know use ways to make the second step smaller but it's yeah. still a two step innovation journey and therefore there's a it requires patient capital let's say you know it's it's yeah. going to be a few years of uh, dedication and patience and passion uh, from all of you of course uh, but yeah. uh, uh, those of us uh, who uh, 50 of us were in the mess and we are very happy to be uh, those partners Uh, but given that risk return profile i think we are coming to a conclusion that the quantum uh, that we are offering may not uh, uh, suit the f- entire ask that you have so mm-hmm. uh, you said you are looking to raise four cr not entirely from uh, this group uh, we would be very happy to uh, put 50 lakhs of that okay. but what i can offer to you personally but also on the behalf of 50 is that we would love to spend a lot of time with you mm-hmm. uh, in helping in whatever way we can uh, including Uh, on various aspects of uh, you know how does one expand within india uh, as the first step uh, mm-hmm. what kind of regulatory connections one would have to build etc etc because i think okay. the first challenge i described is the five year journey the second challenge mm-hmm. is that growing in the india market requires almost a completely different skill set it's almost like i was saying uh, that it's almost like you have to imagine a separate company still your company yeah but imagine that you are working in the lab which is what you do to add value right what you bring right. is uh, your scientific ability mm-hmm. uh, and and the skill set which you've demonstrated already so you almost have to create a team which you can look at them and say look i don't want to spend even 5 minutes of my time mm-hmm. figuring out what is the right commercial model and what is the uh, gst we have to pay in that state and where should we house our factory to minimize the uh, tax incidents while maximizing our chance of beating the procurement l1 bar of the government tender and all of that you should be focused on science yeah Uh, you need a team which focuses on commercialization so i think that's the second challenge which is how do you create that space yeah. you know for yourselves to continue to innovate while there is a team which scales in india but this uh, with these two challenges as i said we are very excited and if you would accept uh, uh, the yeah. 50 lakhs at the pre money that you spoke of then we would be privileged yeah 
so shantanu frankly speaking since we spoke that time uh, of this 4 cr 2 cr we are at the uh, this of signing the sha so it's come to that the money should be in the bank yeah. next week uh, and we have commitments for the next 2 cr as well from two soft commitments and we've kept a green show option in this sha uh, saying that the money can come in by 31st of december and that is uh, so i want to also understand from you would those timelines also is that also an option yeah. for you? December? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, we have the commitments. The same SHA, we can just modify yeah. it with the with the legal team, and we can just. We, I mean, we we so would be very happy for all of us to kind of go through the garage door before it shuts. If all fifty of us can kind of pass into. Yeah, because since we've opened the round also for the past six months beyond thirty first December, giving it at the same uh, valuation does not. No, no of uh, course. Yeah. Right. No, I, so, I think it will be amazing for us to do. I think um, I agree with Mandar completely. I think um, first uh, privilege to partner. I think one of the things, one of the kind of offshoots of having these two organizations, at least mentally, not how how it manifests structurally or mm -hmm. at an ownership level, is it's your company. But it allows us to focus on the science and the commercials without it kind of impeding with each other. Mm -hmm. It also allows the commercial to define large scale outcomes for us, right? So. Typically, when science is, you know, is, is combined with irrational, optimi irrational, optimistic ambition, which is rooted to the science, outcomes are extraordinary. Right? We have seen this, for example, we are discussing Correct. what Fitbit. what Masa Son did with Fitbit, for example, hmm. right? Hmm. Again, scientists, but he saw commercial opportunity Correct. and scaled it to a level which honestly they would not have. So, who is that for you? May not be a VP sales, in my view. Yeah. It has yeah. to be an evangelist of epic proportions, mm. which makes you guys think in directions and at quanta, which naturally you would not. Yeah. I think Mandar is would would kind of guide towards that in in a yeah. in a big way. Um, uh, but I think that is needed um, just to significantly punch above weight. Yeah. I, I also feel, for example, three. We have discussed this. Three million may not be large enough. Yeah. Right. Three. I, I don't think this is a three million is twenty five crores. So you are looking at a 150 crore valuation, let's say, even if you want to dilute less 200 crores. I think the next round should, should be a 600 crores pre. So how do we build a 600 crore pre business over the next 80 to 24 months is the way we need to think. Yeah. Uh, once we think and we kind of say, this is the North Star, yeah. then how do we play back? And of course, it's a very different ball game, right? With science and yeah. clinical trial yeah. and FDA and all. Yeah. But someone has to work with us to kind of at least put the North Star in a place which is super exciting. Especially given you said that return to shareholders is what you are building this business for and okay. not licensing okay. it. So if that is the, you want to stay true to that, then creating shameless ambition mm -hmm. may be par for course. Mm -hmm. so that, that, that would be my push for, for you guys. But again, super privilege and we will we'll meet the timelines. That is a personal okay. guarantee. We'll get the team. I think now this has become structural as opposed <laughs> to last time I had a group of friends and Zoom call in Greece and all that. This is now structural. There yeah. is a full team in place, there will be, you know, kind of, uh, uh, we'll, there will be a single point of contact uh, and we'll, we'll make it happen. But Meghna, over. Yeah. No, nothing really excited uh, to make this happen. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, it's so nice to see super awesome new innovation coming out of India. Uh, you know, so very, very happy to sort of see where this goes. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. So, great insight, Chandra. But um, <laughs> since we already have that 2CR commitment, yeah. Um, is there a chance that you can look at a larger quantum of investment? Because then that would allow me to look at 
some other milestones which could be key in the next uh, 18 to 24 months and then I can go back to my board and you know uh, convince them that why this is an important investment what because I see these also that milestone will uh, take the valuation uh, to yeah. similar things what number do you have in mind 2 CR is what we were looking at because that would really help us to achieve that milestone okay um, and I think that would uh, I mean I don't see those two other soft commitments not going through by 31st December. Correct. So this additional 50 lakhs only gives me a chance of extending the runway by a few months. Uh, right. right. But if I can bring in this true CR, okay. it really helps me achieve some important milestones, which I had not planned for this next two years. But Understood. Understood. Um, see, the corpus for us mm-hmm. was a deployment engine for the next 12 months right so we we obviously have a ticket size per company from let's say 30 lakhs to a crore and a half so your ask mm. is not way outside the upper limit of the ticket size but given that the corpus is still 20 crores we have to make sure that we are able to deploy it with a certain amount of spread yeah. and so on um what i can say is why don't we take 50 to 75 lakhs as a 50 is a hard commitment, 75 is a soft commitment for now. As this season builds out, maybe give us three, four, five, six weeks. Let this launch. Okay. Let let it go on. Let it go live. For us also, this is new, right? This is literally day one. So we don't know what kind of interest. I'm fairly certain this list is going to expand. Hmm. So consider 50 to 75, 50 as a hard, 75 as a soft commitment for today as a wait of number. Give me three, four weeks and we can kind of quickly. Come, come back and see how the response is. If this number is going from 20 to 30 crores, then we have some more flex. And we will keep Serijan as the first place for incremental deployment the moment we have that window. Does that is that okay? Okay. Yeah, I'm just uh, trying to, I mean, see, I'm very excited about uh, the group of the names that I read and the backgrounds that they're coming from. And I really see more than the capital, I see the value coming yeah. uh, from there because capital, I think we are now confident that we'll be able to raise. But the value that those names bring is something definitely uh, that excites us. Um, yeah, so I'm just looking at uh, what could be the possible uh, ways that the board would also get interested into yeah. uh, raising more because we're giving away more equity then at this time point, right? Correct. For no, the I company. So, no, I agree with you. So, uh, for, for the valuation to hold, we'll have to come back quickly only. Hmm. If we don't come back quickly, then we put in 50 to 75 now and then we come back at a new valuation later on. That's, that's completely okay. Hmm. And that's that's the nature of the business. Hmm. Uh, but is would that be comfortable for you? Like then I, I understand fully the complexity of closing around quickly and getting 30 checks and all of that. So we will, we will play by your timelines, not the other way around. Okay. We will participate in the round and I will make sure that our investors are well behaved on on, on, on being responsive on checks and signatures and so on. And raising capital in India is a painful thing. I like, to be honest, all... They spend a lot of time signing. It's a lot of signing, a lot yeah. of paperwork, share certificates. Too much of paperwork, yeah. Amazing. Uh, so, can we can shake hands on the deal then? Yeah? Up to you guys. Yes. The, the deal is clear, right? 50 to 75 lakhs can increase, but you'll have to give me three weeks. But the same timeline. But today, 50 to 75 lakhs. Some and you number do see that. it increasing to a 2 CR thing? Not 2, but definitely maybe 60-70% of that over the next, over, over some time. 2 CR will be very high. 
in the first month and then see sarijan again in month 5 or month 6 Correct. where there is a possibility of follow on where there is a possibility of valuation increase for future entrepreneurs to say yeah this yeah. was a 60 crore company suddenly has come to 120 crore there's 60 crores of value or whatever whatever that number yeah. in the future yeah. will be we are very happy to do it both the founders and the equity seekers were right in their own way the founders had an ongoing round which was already going on the valuation had remained stagnant from july till now so they were worried about closing the round quickly and moving on at the same time not compromising on the capital that they were going to raise because once you close the round you need to have enough in the bank to go through so they wanted more money and they wanted it now which is completely fair from the equity seeker standpoint this was one of the first companies that we were talking to in uh, in a year long fund deployment uh, exercise right so we did not want to deploy too much too soon so we wanted to be conservative so what we said was that we knew that this number of equity seekers is going to grow up, go up which is true we shot this episode on the 8th of november and we are releasing it now which is maybe 3 weeks later our number of equity seekers has gone from 50 to 65 and will continue to go up so we will have more and more money to deploy the thing is we did not want to we wanted to respect the spread and have enough capital for good companies that come to us in 2 months 3 months 4 months so what we have done is we have given a soft commitment of a 75 lakhs a hard commitment of 50 we did not budge from the capital we were going to deploy we anyways agreed to the valuation that uh, that they had agreed on and were respectful of the fact that it had remained the same for the duration of uh, the the race uh, but we said that we will increase it by 60 70% at a later time at a new valuation so that their dilution also remains in control their capital requirements they they're not stressed out about it and we also participate in a way that's comfortable for all the equity seekers without deploying more than what is comfortable so very interesting kind of push and pull of 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 uh, of uh, you know your own uh, guardrails but at the end of the day i think we both sides were very keen on making making a deal happen which was uh, very evident to see i i personally had a lot of fun in this very well. okay works yes excellent mandar you should you should you should extend the handshake i think we have the फार मोर scientific in their approach uh, but to repurpose silk into a material that orthopedic surgeons uh, you know uh, onco surgeons can use in breast reconstruction for wounds you could see that uh, both dr anuya and swati have thought about the consumer they have thought about the doctors they have thought about applications the studies it's a very um, for us serigen was a was a business that just Uh, seemed bigger than the business, right? Uh, given the promoters and and the kind of impact that it will have, we recognize that it's a long gestation 
kind of outcome because you will need to go through multiple trials there will be one step forward one step back kind of approach fda regulations even i think um, mandar also had a lot of points around how commercializing a scientific innovation requires a certain amount of mindset that currently may not have been there with serigen but we are thrilled to see how government grants of very high quality have come their way um, and they are very sorted like they seem to be extremely sorted and clear about how they will deploy the capital to take it forward they've already i think raised 2 to 1/2 crores so we wanted to kind of come back on that their ask of was was much higher and given that this is among the first few investments that uh, the barbershop uh, syndicate is making we were a little conservative on how much to invest uh, but i think what we have given them comfort is that uh, we will write a 50 lakh check right now at, in their current round and then write another 50 lakh check for them maybe in june when they have hit a few more milestones so that even for them the valuation uh will will increase by that point so we have again similar to uh some of the other deals that we are doing uh like go zero um we wanted to give them more uh flexibility in terms of how they can call the capital but for us being a like to see a out and out r&d business coming out of india pure truly innovative inventive in, in its own way um with such global um, use cases and global markets at play i think was very very exciting just given the quality of the entrepreneurs also so that was amazing for us